BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hello, beautiful people. It's Renee Blewett, and I am your host for the She Did That podcast. Have you ever wondered how your favorite women founders are building these beautiful brands and legacies? Whether you're an aspiring entrepreneur, already on your journey, or just someone who wants to learn from the best to ever do it, this is the podcast for you. Every week, I'll introduce you to powerhouse entrepreneurs, creatives, and innovators who are carving their own paths with love, resilience, and bold ambitions. Be sure to subscribe now so you don't miss a thing. This is Amanda Hirsch from the Not Skinny But Not Fat podcast. You might know me from Not Skinny But Not Fat on Instagram, where I spend my time talking about reality TV, celebrities, everything happening, and pop culture. I also talk to some of our favorite celebs and reality TV stars. We talk about what's going on. Tune in every Tuesday and just feel like you're talking with your best friends in your living room. Hi guys, I am back in New York City, back from three week vacation slash destination wedding, which I kept on teasing my sister Ariel about because I was like, bitch, it's a destination wedding. You're not this like chill bride. Like, no, you're all flying us across the fucking world. It's a destination wedding. So lean right in. But no, Honestly, she was a chill bride. So many of you like loved her vibe, which was immaculate. She looked so beautiful. Looking back at my 2015 wedding dress, like I would have done what she did today because I did like lace AF. We all know I, you know, kind of regret the lace. Almost did a headpiece. Thank God that I didn't do the headpiece. That would have not been timeless. You all know that my friend brought me flowers while I was getting ready and the makeup artist, hairstylist, whatever, put the flowers in my hair. Would have fucking not wanted that. But, you know, we all have wedding day regrets. So the ones that I have are manageable and I can sleep at night. It's just like time. Time changes things and you would do things differently. But I do believe that there's a way to do it where it is timeless. And I think that Ariel achieved that because it was just like and I told her like when she started looking at like lace dresses, I was like, babe, not timeless. Like, don't do the over the top boho chic like I did because no, literally was beautiful. She got her dress at Grace Loves Lace for everyone asking 
and she was a chill AF bride. And a lot of you were like, oh my God, that's the vibe I want. She's such a chill bride. She's such a chill this. And I just wanted to make you understand that for Americans listening, because I don't know how people do it internationally, but like get, getting married in Israel and Israeli weddings, not only are they the fucking most fun ever and like it's all about the dancing and the partying and whatever, but fucking American weddings, when, what makes them so like heavy and burdensome is isn't there like a bridal shower, an engagement party, a rehearsal dinner, a bridal party, maid of honor, dress codes, like all the shit. That's what makes it even the bachelorette party. I feel like people don't even do ba- like chill bachelorette parties here. Like with Ariel, we went to like this cool restaurant on the beach and like drank and ate. So I feel like any American being like, oh, like I love that vibe, the chill vibe. It's like be chill. Like maybe go against the regime. Like maybe don't do all that shit and make your friends fucking hate you for spending all this money and wearing an ugly dress. Like be chill. Maybe it's time to change this thing that everyone hates doing and being a part of. You know what I mean? Because I feel like when I was a bride, like I just wanted people to have fun. I wanted them to come to the wedding in a good vibe with good energy, not feeling like, oh, this is so annoying. I have to go to this wedding. Like it's so far. Like it's going to be like expensive. Like, no, I wanted people to come like happy, wanting to celebrate us without any negative energy. And I feel like you can achieve that if you don't make people jump through hoops, spend all this money, attend all these events, buy all these like outfits. No, just get married. That's what it's about. You don't need all the other shit. So I'm trying to start a revolution here in America that if you want to achieve the effortless, you know, bride, chic, chill, that you you all agree that Ariel had, then you have to go with the whole thing, which is don't be annoying. Just fucking get married. Anyway, so it was it was really just an amazing, amazing wedding and she had so much fun and we literally danced like first of all I've discovered I'm officially old because I used to be able to dance like at any point in time like put me in a cafe a bop comes on I'll fucking dance okay here like Ariel's wedding before I was forced to take a shot which ruined my life the next day because I actually took two I wasn't able to get myself to move in the dance floor I just felt like so stiff not able to let loose only after the shot, I was like, oh my God, this is why people take shots. Like here it is. Shots, shots, shots. This is why. Because all of a sudden I'm like stank face, like, mm, 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 mm. like, and it's a winner. Honestly, getting sponsored by base, one of the best sponsorships I've had. I have the base carry on luggage and it's just chic. It is spacious. The handle has foam we have two base. We have the carry-ons in black and in a beige off-white color. One of them we used for Noah for this last trip that was three weeks. And one of them was my carry-on because I needed more space. It's just amazing luggage. And not only does it look chic, but there's room for everything. It even has this extra zipper where it opens up real wide. My mom traveled with us on the way back. She's like, what is that suitcase? And I was like, base. And she was like, wow, it looks so good. And I'm going to tell her to use my freaking code. Okay. Base was created by Shay Mitchell. You know her, you love her. She makes sleek and affordable bags, luggage, and accessories designed to help you travel effortlessly while really looking fashionable. And I really agree with this. Like it is good luggage, but it also looks chic. 
The wheels glide really smoothly. I told you about the cushioned handle. They also have a built-in weight indicator. They have washable bags uh, for your dirty clothes. And they have like interior pockets that keep you really organized. They have multiple sizes and colors and also a weekender bag if you want to check it out. And right now, Base, it's spelled B-E-I-S, is offering my listeners 15% off your first purchase by visiting basetravel.com slash not skinny. That's basetravel, B-E-I-S, dot com slash not skinny for 15% off your first purchase. Basetravel.com slash not skinny. Anyway, aside from the wedding, we just had a great time in Israel. Aside from just like schwitzing and sweating because it was so fucking hot. And if you're not in a body of water, you just lean into like a sweat stash to smelling. I mean, not that I smell because, you know, I'm an angel, but very, very hot. But what most of you know, and if not, I'll clarify, I have so many friends in Israel, like more than I have in New York. I grew up there for like half of my life. And those friendships really are the ones that lasted the the test of time. (laughs) That sounded lame. You know, I go there and I literally am meeting a different friend every night, going out every night. So it's really like a fun social time when we're there. Tel Aviv is so much fun and it's really nice. It's just a very fucking long flight. So thank God for my partnership with United, which is like the most coveted after partnership. Like I feel like I have eyes on me of like everyone is like, I want to be a United partner. But like, I'm so negative that I just see it like ending. Like I just see the day when they're like, no, we're not sponsoring any more of your flights. Go back to coach, bitch. So anyway, it's an 11 hour flight. It's a doozy. It's it does doozy mean what I think it means. I used to think that a doozy meant like a bore, but that's not what it means. Right. What does a doozy mean? I feel like people use it wrong. Something outstanding or unique of its kind. Well, see using it wrong. I knew it. I knew it. Also about flights, even if I've brought my brain to be chiller about it, because as you guys know, flights do make me queasy. And I try to self-talk like, okay, turbulence is doesn't mean the plane's going down. Like think about it like bumps on the road as if you're on a bus. Like I do all that self-talk. It also helps me to be with Noah and like be taking care of Noah because I can't be in my mind and he's my priority. But the thing is, our bodies can reign over our minds sometimes. And even if if my mind is like, okay, this is chill, it'll be good, blah, blah, blah. My body on its own just goes into some mode where it's not good. Just stress, just fucking stress. I want to admit to you guys that every single time I get on a flight, the moment we take off whatever, if I'm ever constipated, just like get me on a flight because I will go to the bathroom. Literally, if there's ever a situation where I'm like, you guys, I'm so constipated for just book me a flight or I'll book the flight because I get on the flight I'm always the first to use the bathroom and it's not good. It's not good for anybody. I, you know, I don't want to be too graphic, but what comes out of me because of the stress is abnormal, is not suitable for an airplane bathroom. I need to flush a lot after I even start transferring water from the sink to like help it go down. Like I don't want to be too graphic, but it's not good. And this happens every single time. 
So if you see me on a United flight, avoid the bathroom that I'm in. Actually, I have come a long way. I think I talked about this when Aaron Foster was on my podcast when I just had started my podcast and we discovered we had so much in common. You know, I'm claustrophobic. Elevators was like number one in the claustrophobic world for me. Obviously, also airplanes, but airplane bathrooms was like insane. Not only are you in an airplane, but you're in this small little stall locked inside and I had a very big fear of getting locked in there that I remember when I used to fly with my sisters I used to ask my sister Allison to like hold the door a little bit open and like wait for me so the fact that I overcame that now I'm like boop to the bathroom lock that motherfucking door whatever I have wi-fi I can text husband to come save me we good because I also used to be so cheap about Wi-Fi. It's like, you know, those things in life that you're just cheap about, but they don't make sense. It's like upgrade your Gmail so you don't have to keep erasing emails for $1.99. And you're like, hell to the motherfucking no, I'm not paying $1.99 a year. So I feel like Wi-Fi and flights was one of those things for me. Like it didn't matter. Like I'm not going to pay for that. Now I'm like, charge me. Fucking charge me. I'm doing it. But if there's like not Wi-Fi on the flight for some reason, I don't actually freak out. And that makes me really proud of myself. But isn't this funny? So I'm on the flight back. Okay. Back to New York the other day. And I'm waiting for the bathroom. And this girl comes up to me and is like, I know you have your period. Like doesn't even say hi. Like, how are you? How was your trip? (laughs) Which I love when, when you guys say hi. But she was just like, so weird. I know you have your period because I obviously post about it in my stories. Do you have a tampon? And I was like, oh, right. I do have my period. You know that because I blast that on the internet. And then I had to tell her and I'll tell you guys now. I was like, by the way, something you guys don't know about me because you know everything like when I fucking bleed. I use pads. I know this is weird. Take a moment. You're really discovering a lot about me today. I use pads. I don't know what it is. Maybe it's because I'm traumatized because when I first got my period before all my friends, when I was like 11, it was a little bit before my 12th birthday. And we we went to the pool and I was like, wait, you can't wear a pad. And then one of my like, you know, an older friend was like, use this, like push in your vagina. If you need help, let me know. And gives me, do you guys remember the OB tampons that didn't have applicators and you just had to like Vaseline up your finger and shove it in? And somehow get it at the angle that it needs to be at. So she gave me an OB tampon, okay? And I shoved it in, probably not the fucking right way. And it was like walking with, you know, a dick hanging out of your vagina the whole pool day. And I had to like fix it. And it was just bad, but I was like bleeding around it. It was just not good. And I think I'm traumatized from then. Like I've used tampons before, obviously. And when I've learned how to use them correctly, but I've never really connected. And I know that's so weird. But I also remember when I was in Spain, I got really drunk and I thought I put two up there and again, had to shove my whole hand up my vagina, search for strings, pulled on things that weren't tampon strings. I know this happened to people, but I guess for me, it's just like also in my mind, it's like, let it, let it bleed and like, let it come out, let it drain your system. Like it just feels like the natural way. And you know, I'm a natural organic queen. So I use pads. I know it's not fun on a sweaty day, but it's what I do. So that follower found out and now y'all no, but it's just wild to me how everything's from the motherfucking gut. You know what I mean? Everything is the gut. Like I'm not my mom and I don't watch, you know, videos all day about how to, you know, treat your gut. But I will say I really, really noticed it's all about the gut. Even when I lean in, I eat like shit. 
and I don't feel well or I have anxiety the next day or my heart beats faster or whatever. I'm like, literally, here's the connection. The gut really affects so much of your body that it's crazy. And because I've learned how to listen to my body, sometimes I'll even confuse anxiety with like a tummy ache. And I know that sounds probably random to some of you, but I'm sure some of you can connect. Like, for example, I'll wake up, my stomach will be weird. It'll be like radiating kind of up towards my chest and I'll think that I'm going to faint or I'll think that something bad is happening, but it's literally just my stomach is unwell and it's kind of affecting affecting everything else. So really should be better about, you know, just our gut and shit. Hmm, health and wellness, health and wellness. I came back straight to fashion week, honeys, but you know, I'm not a fashion week girly. I'm really not a fashion week girly. Like I have no desire. I really truly believe that like nobody's having fun. Like I, it's not a banger. Like don't be jealous of all these influencers that you see there or of celebrities. Like it's not that fun. Like I promise you it's loads of people who's better than who there are paparazzis in the front, like Getty photographers, not knowing your name. And you have to be like, huh, I'm Amanda. Like, and then so they can post your name, but they don't know who you are. Content creators on every corner. Like if that's your vibe, that's your vibe. But like, if you are kind of jealous and you need a reminder that it's not your vibe, it's not your vibe. Let me tell you, let me tell you my thing. And I think I've said this before with like events and going places and, and this whole crazy world, which I like to be not fully part of because I like that I can pick and choose. And I like that I'm doing my own thing and I feel like I can do that and that's fine. And you can choose for yourself is really that I know myself. I'm 34. I didn't enter this world at 22, you know, which if I was a 22, I'd probably be like going and, you know, trying to be everywhere and everyone see me. And because I'm like 34, have a family, have a baby. Like I have priorities and I also know what I like and what I don't like. And also my goal isn't to be like just seen, you know what I mean? Like my goal is to keep doing what I'm doing and, and be successful at that and get to do cool shit with that. But it's not to just like be at a fashion show and like, see you my, you know, obviously there are exceptions, but I'm just saying in general, it's not really for me the way Burning Man isn't for me. And the way Burning Man is in for Davina from Selling Sunset, like love her, did a podcast with her. You should listen to it. I think she's really a great, cute little person that's misunderstood. But like, I'm not sure Burning Man is for her and her posts make me lol. But love her. She's a really nice person. But I'm sure you guys see on your feed like just like Burning Man, people at Burning Man that probably shouldn't be at Burning Man unless you're like you know, Kaya Gerber, that they probably built like their own mansion in the desert, then maybe I'd go. Just saying. Okay, you guys know my obsession with dough, the good for you cookie dough that I collabed with one of my first collabs ever. And it was just such an organic one, such from a place of just like love and obsession with the brand that we connected and created my own flavor, extra chocolate chip. If you didn't get your hands on it, don't feel too bad because all their flavors are amazing. Uh, dough is spelled D-E-U-X. All their cookie dough is a vegan, gluten-free, soy-free, and no BS ingredients. That's actually why I became obsessed with it at the beginning because I was soy-free and dairy-free for Noah. As a baby, he had an intolerance. And I was constantly looking for good stuff to eat that doesn't have dairy and soy. And I couldn't believe this didn't have it because it was so 
freaking delicious. I used to eat it raw out of the jar, but you could bake cookies in freaking seven minutes. Okay. So aside from, you know, one of my favorite flavors, which is uh, chocolate chip, they also have incredible other flavors like cinnamon roll, uh, space brownie, mint chocolate chip, s'mores, all and they're all freaking amazing. You're going to love them. And all of them are also enhanced with a different function. So chocolate chip has immunity vitamins. Brownie batter has a collagen boost. So you guys, they never do discounts, but they are giving 20% off in free shipping with the code not skinny. If you go to eat dough, D E U X.com that's spelled eat dough, D E U X.com. The promo code is not skinny for 20% off. For all my basic bees who love the fall, who are decorating for Halloween, who are drinking pumpkin spice, I see you, I hear you, and I'm not judging you and your harvest vibes. I just want to give you another little thing to add to your fall excitedness, okay? Bring back department stores. Bring back a one-stop shop. That's what I don't get. Why would you even go to different shops to find, you know, the towels and then a bathing suit online. And then, no, you can go to Macy's and find everything there. And they have great deals. They have designer items. They have everything and more. Macy's is serving up the quintessential palette for autumn. Spicy nutmeg, warm pumpkin, and fallen leaves. Want to bring an extra dimension to your harvest hues? Macy's has the tweed, the ruffles, the suede, and the other playful textures and patterns to get you there. So no matter how you choose to wear your fall shades, you make it style. For all the inspo you need, visit macy's.com slash own your style. And if you need a little help finding your footing, or if you're a veteran that just needs a pointer, pair up with Macy's personal stylist. They'll help you put a look together either in store or from the comfort of your own home. And it's free, you guys, a free freaking stylist. So head on over to Macy's.com slash personal stylist to book your appointment today. That's Macy's.com slash personal stylist. But anyway, Fashion Week is happening. I remember, did I do this last year at Fashion Week? Yeah. Oh my God. Was that last year? I did like the Bronx and Bonco show with E, with E News. I got to like go and, and interview. And even though it was cool to like interview a bunch of people and get to do that little thing with E, being there made me f- even like coming as press, you guys. Okay. It was like everyone's mean in the fashion world, like everyone that is like directing the shows and like telling people where to go because it's so high stress levels that they're like, go over here. No, like room for this, like, blah. And then everyone who's there, you know, wants to kind of like be at the right place. I don't know. It was not for me. So I'm just saying, know thyself, listen to thyself, and enjoy things from afar. The show I would go to would be Fendi because let's be honest, that's where everyone was. Sarah Jessica Parker fucking being carry as fuck sitting next to Kim Kardashian, Naomi Watts. There were so many queens at that Fendi show and it really just looked like a vibe. Like I'd go to the fine. I'll go to the Fendi show. Fine. No, just kidding. It just really looked, it just really looked good. Things have been really wild this past weekend. There was no time to chill because Ray J decided to, to talk about the sex tape again. And in his defense, I will say it wasn't out of nowhere. Two of the, like, I feel like 
maybe it wasn't smart on the first season of Hulu to bring back up like the sex tape. If you guys remember the first season of the Kardashians on Hulu, I don't even think we all clearly understood the storyline. We were just kind of like, oh, there might be a second tape. Oh, then Connie got the tapes on this like janking computer. Oh, that was like nice of him. He flew coach. Cool. It's over. I feel like we didn't care that much again because the sex tape is kind of like old news. They were like, oh, okay, whatever. Like even the details, I don't even really know to to explain like what went down there. It's like, did Ray J's manager said he had a tape? Wait, and then Kanye got it, but there was nothing on there. So why are they happy? Like we didn't really get it, but we didn't really care, right? Because it's like, again, old news, we don't really care. Ray J cared because it's like, again, kind of bringing him up in association with the sex tape. Then he did that interview with the Daily Mail. No one really cared about that interview. I think he thought it was going to break the internet. It was going to like shock people. He was saying, that like Chris was involved, Kim was involved. Everyone was like, okay, nothing really happened. Now, Chris Jenner and Kylie are promoting their newest collab for Kylie's line, which I, honestly I feel like is just the best to have Chris collab with you because she just brings she just brings a different energy. Like I don't know, she's holding a martini glass. It just looks good. It looks like a vibe. So they're promoting it on James Corden. James Corden asks Chris under like a lie detector test if she had a, any part of leaking the sex tape. She said no. The polygraph confirmed she was telling the truth. Ray J did not like that. Ray J is in the Dominican Republic and went live and is just, you know, saying that they're lying, that the lie detector guy is not even, you know, certified or, you know, he's a crook that, you know, Chris and Kim signed the deal together. He even went as far as to say that Chris watched the tapes, that Chris made them do the second tape in Santa Barbara. Then she chose which one looked better for her daughter. He even says that Kim signed the paperwork for him and it's her handwriting he then literally shows on a projector his text with Kanye the Kanye when Kanye contacted him to get the files but that again I don't really understand because it's like okay so were there files were there not files Kanye went to get them he also says that Kanye didn't fly coach which I'll tell you what I enjoyed watching the 30 minutes of this because I really found him funny he literally was in the Dominican Republic with a cigarette in his hand on lit He's like, I have money. It's no problem. I'm in this huge mansion. I don't even know where, where I am. This mansion's so big. Pulls up a projector. One of his friends who's like doing the projector, he's like yelling at him like, scroll faster. Like, you're not doing it right. I don't know. It was just, there were really humorous parts to it. And again, I don't know what I'm getting from it. I think to this day, doesn't matter who says what, we're kind of like, could be that Kim and Chris were involved. Could be that they were down to have this go public so it would boost the career. Okay. I feel like that doesn't shock us or surprise us as much as Ray J hopes that it will. I also, correct me if I'm wrong, don't think, and and a few of you wrote this to me on Instagram, that Ray J was like vilified on the show. I think even on the, the season of the Kardashians, it was like Ray J's manager, like whatever. I don't think they were like Ray J, this huge, you know, bad person, even though I do understand that his name, you know, the way Kim's name at the beginning was tarnished because of the sex tape. And then she started getting fame. His name was also, you know, associated with a sex tape. And he was kind of like, girls are scared to send me nudes now. That's annoying. They think I'll do something with it. You know, my kids will forever think that I was involved in something like leaking it and whatever. I just feel like I don't 
know the facts and the facts are iffy. And we've all kind of accepted this for years, you know, like it leaked, someone leaked it. They might've been involved. They might've not, they might've made money. They might've not. So I just feel like we're not as shocked by Ray J's revelations, even though it is entertaining to watch. He also doesn't forget to plug Raycon his tech company. I know they make headphones. I've collabed with them in the past, actually. Good headphones to be like visit Raycon.com. Raycon.com. Brittany also is continuing to kind of talk about her kids, you guys. And you know what? I feel like a lot of you and I'll say this, like, I just feel like a lot of you do enable not this behavior, I'll say, but like she'll talk about her kids in a negative manner and comments will be like, you go, Brittany, like speak your truth. And I just feel like they're her kids and they're still kids. It's not like we're talking about like 40 year old adults now. Like she's the adult. And I don't think that she should be talking about her kids that way. Even if Jaden spoke out, it's not his fault. Like he was caught in between this. There might've been a case of parental alienation there and she's hurt. And I get that she's hurt, but I don't, I'm not sure. Like I know some people will be like, Oh, like he can say shit. Like she can say shit. But she's the mom. These are her kids. And she's talking about them publicly kind of negatively. And free Britney fans are great. But some of them could come at her kids. And I'm sure she wouldn't want that. You know what I mean? And I know she's so hurt. And the situation is so fucking complicated. And she also says, like, when she lost her sons, she feels like a part of her has died. And it's so fucking sad. But I just feel like she's just hurt. She says she doesn't get how it's so easy for them to cut her off. She says she has no purpose anymore. They were her joy. They were her everything. I mean, it is so sad. I just wish that they talked not via social media and not via the media in general. Anyway, it's it's a very, very sad situation. Cha-ching! That is the sound that you can hear on your phone if you become a Shopify seller, store owner. So Shopify is basically whenever you go to buy merch or buy really any product from a big brand or a small brand, that website is probably powered by Shopify and you could use Shopify too. Like it's not only for big brands, it's also for entrepreneurs, beginners, just like you, just like I was. So Shopify powers millions of entrepreneurs from first sale to full scale. Every 28 seconds, a small business owner makes their first sale on Shopify, and that could be you. You could get started by building and customizing your online store with no coding or design experience at all. Shopify makes it super easy. If you have an idea, don't fret to bring it to life. Make that first step. And Shopify is here to help you and makes it just so easy. They have 24-7 support. You're never alone. And anything is really a possibility. So bring your ideas to life and go to shopify.com slash not skinny. Go to shopify.com slash not skinny, all lowercase for a free 14-day trial. And you can get a free 14-day trial and get full access to Shopify's entire suite of features. So start selling on Shopify today. Go to shopify.com slash not skinny right now. Shopify.com slash not skinny.
When she moved back to her hometown, Gia never expected to run into Jack. But when she sees him at the local dive bar, she finds herself drawn to him all over again. Want to know what happens next? Or maybe you want to know a whole lot more. Check out this sexy story and many more on Dipsy. You guys, if you have a summer fantasy, if you're looking to like spice up your life while you're, I don't know, at work at Starbucks, download Dipsy. Okay. They have these erotic stories. Basically, they're like short, sexy audio stories on this app. They're designed by women for women. They bring hot scenarios to life, whether it's like hooking up with a sexy coworker or your hot yoga teacher. Like it's just hot. It's just fun. It's just sexy. Okay. And sexy voices too. Oh my God. I can't believe it. Luke Cook does one of the voices. I'm dead. I'm dead. I'm dead. He is a funny actor. He's also on TikTok. He's also married to my Silas. And I just died at this information. They have new content released every week and they also have sleep stories. But let's be honest. Do you want to sleep or do you want to get sexy? Spice up your me time, explore your fantasies and heat things up by yourself or with a partner blasted from your freaking sound bar for listeners of my show dipsy d-i-p-s-e-a is offering an extended 30-day free trial when you go to dipsy stories.com slash not skinny that's 30 days full of free access and full access of the app it's dipsy d-i-p-s-e-a stories.com slash not skinny dipsy stories.com slash not skinny Venice Film Festival is going on or went on. And it's funny because that's another thing that I posted. I was like, why is, you know, why are all these models there? Like, are they coming to watch the movie? Like, sometimes I just have like really basic questions. And I've always been this person, by the way, even in college, I was like the girl to raise her hand and ask the dumb question nobody wanted to ask. You're welcome. Rest of the class for being embarrassed. Sometimes I'm naive. Like, even though I'm like semi in this world, I'm like, sometimes I'm naive. Like when I pose the question, like, why is Alessandra Brioso there? What is she doing there? Is she part of the movie? Is she producing? Like, (laughs) and then, you know, a lot of people said, and they're probably right, that it has to do with like the designers that dress them. And if they're invited to go by a certain designer or whatever, then fine then that makes sense. But I needed I needed to ask the question. You know what I mean? But for example, like sometimes I'll ask the question when Ana de Armas was there for the blonde premiere, her Marilyn Monroe movie, and Brad Pitt was sitting next to her. I was like, why is Brad Pitt there? And then I was like, oh, he literally is one of the producers on the film. Like, good to know. Like, that's how you find out involvement. Also, I feel like this is the first year for the Venice Film Festival coverage that we're realizing the importance of standing ovations. One of the first headlines about the Adam Driver film was like a quiet standing ovation. That's bad news, by the way. A quiet standing ovation you don't want, you don't want, you don't want. What you do want is a 14 fucking minute standing ovation, which the movie Blonde got and is being praised. It got over 70% of Rotten Tomatoes. Ana de Armas and the director, Andrew Dominique, said that they really felt like Marilyn Monroe's spirit there. Sometimes things would like be thrown across the set, like random shit was like, I'll believe like I can get down with that. And also I'm intrigued. Also, we all know about the don't worry, darling drama. We were all waiting to see Little Miss Flo show up to the Venice Film Festival. She showed up with her grandma. It was the cutest fucking thing. She twirled her. They had fun. Lots of tension on the carpet. Olivia and Harry not making eye contact, not standing next to each other. It's a little over the top. A lot of people feel like 
they maybe broke up. I don't think they broke up. I think that they're just like, you know, they don't want to like put attention on the relationship, but it's like the world knows you're together. No one said fucking tongue each other like Kravis, but like you can stand next to each other. You could give a little friendly hug. You could congratulate each other. What the fuck? This is making it more awkward. Chris Pine and Flo are cute together. He was like, had a little, you're doing amazing, sweetie. Chris Jenner moment. Obviously there was the spit drama, which I loved to dive into. But like, if you ask me, do I really think he like, <laughs> like spat on him in disgust? Like, no, I could have believed that maybe a little sweat, spit, food, something came flying from Harry's mouth onto Chris Pine. And then he was like, what the fuck is this? Or that there was some sort of prank, like the slap on how I met your mother, where they were like getting each other back. I could be convinced of that, but I don't think it was anything like anything with bad intention or anything like that. And then Harry obviously being so cute. Everyone's obsessed with him, addressed it on his tour in one of his concert. He was concerts. He was like, yep, went to Venice and spat on Chris Pine. Just got back from doing that anyway. So that was a cute little moment. Also, that just gives more drama to surround this motherfucking movie, which like some people are like, oh, that's great for the movie to get all of this publicity. But is it because then people are going to watch the movie and be like, oh, the publicity was much more interesting than the fucking movie, which, by the way, the reviews are in and the reviews are kind of it got 42 percent of Rotten Tomatoes. A lot of people are saying the flow is amazing, that Harry is map, that he doesn't really, you know, doesn't really bring what she brings because she's like obviously the one of the most coveted actresses in the industry right now. And he's a musician at the end of the day. And he could probably act. He was great in Dunkirk, which was the worst movie I've ever seen. Don't at me. So fucking boring. Don't at me if you like if you loved it. But yeah, just really, 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 really dramatic surrounding this movie. I do want to remind people Olivia directed one of my all time favorite movies, Booksmart. That was her, I think, directorial debut. If you haven't watched it, see it. And let's give her props. She's such a smart woman. Everything that comes out of her mouth, I told you guys, just sounds so smart. But but there's so much drama surrounding this movie. And it was it's just really messy, like on the carpet. Flo literally greeted Nick Kroll, like we said, Chris Pine, but didn't come close to Olivia or Harry. Like I said, they were also separated by other cast members. Anyway, Gigi Hadid rolled out a new cashmere brand. It was actually kind of funny because like the way she put it was like, oh, I'm coming out with a new brand, my first brand. And this is just because the reason is I find this interesting is because I really do think that she was kind of admitting here to me, like this is subtext that like everybody in the entertainment world feels like they need to have a brand. Like you can't just be a model or just be an actress or just be whatever. Like you need a brand. And I feel like managers and agents and teams are probably really pushing their people to be like, listen, you don't know what's going to happen in this career of yours. You need to have a business. You need to have a brand running. And that's why she was like, you know, she even said it as she spoke about guest in residence, her new brand that like she's been thinking for years what to do, like, you know, and finally came to this conclusion of doing guest in residence, which is a cashmere clothing 
clothing brand. I wonder what people are going to think. I wonder if people are going to buy it. I mean, cashmere is expensive. She's trying to make a statement here that, you know, cashmere is long lasting and something you kind of pass down and something worth investing in, but it's also more affordable. Listen, it looks like a vibe and she I don't know why no one's caring that like her and Leo are together. Like I'm screaming it for the rooftops. I feel like nobody's listening to me. I constantly get sightings. You know, I'm not, I don't really post sightings, but constantly people are like, oh, I saw Gigi and Leo. Don't forget that I saw that clip of her singing to him while he's smoking a cigarette at the club. This is really influencer I follow just posted like she was at this event yesterday. I believe it's Cipriani's and she was like, oh my God, Gigi and Leo just walked in like, it's happening. Like, I don't know why it's so hard for you to believe. What was interesting was that a lot of people think that Kendall and Gigi have beef because listen, where there's smoke, there's fire. And they used to see much closer and they don't seem as close, even though Kendall had just posted guests in residence, either she got a package or a sample or something. But Kendall, Haley and Cammy Marone were seen out to dinner the other day. I mean, even though Cammy does run in the same circles, Leo's now ex, it is kind of like, mm, 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 must be awk. Also, a moment of silence for Queen Elizabeth, who has died at age 96 after literally reigning for 70 years. Okay. What an iconic woman. What a huge part of history. You know, the British people are mourning. Things are changing up. Titles have changed. Prince Harry and Meghan's children, Archie and Lilibet are now prince and princess. And there are other changes as well, like Charles becoming the freaking king. I don't know. How about that? How about that? Also, everybody is judging Meghan and Harry and Kate and William, you know, body language and, and, and what's going on and who's holding hands and who's not. And there's just a lot going on there. It's almost like the set of Don't Worry, Darling. No, I'm just kidding. It's not like the set of Don't Worry, Darling. But I was explained that the reason that Kate and William are not, you know, walking hand in hand because it does look a little odd because Meghan and Harry are so close and PDAE. But I was explained that that royals aren't really allowed to show affection in PDA and that William and Kate have also spoken about this at, while they're at work. And obviously this is like, you know, it's family, but there's also camera. And it's a whole, you know, broadcasted thing. And also that Meghan and Harry aren't really acting royals right now, so they can do that technically. But also that Meghan kind of needs more of this support because of everything that happened, you know, that happened to her within the royal family. So Harry is just being a really good, supportive, loving husband. And it just, you know, makes me really understand that Husb probably thinks that he's a royal because he walks ahead of me and doesn't really like to hold my hand. So he needs to come back down to earth and stop thinking he's a royal, but it all makes sense now. Anyway, really, really fun guests coming up next week. I'm going to interview her this week. So, so I'm excited to get back into things, be home, be back in my routine. It's fun to be away, but it's always so fucking fun to get home. Am I right? I'm right. I know. I know that I'm right. Anyway, love you all. Huge amounts, huge amounts, more than you know, more than you fucking know. And I'll talk to you. I'll talk to you soon. Yeah. 
Thank you guys so much for listening to this episode of Not Skinny But Not Fat. Follow me on Instagram at Not Skinny But Not Fat. Subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss any episodes. Rate the podcast that you love so much on Apple Podcasts and write a little review. If you tell me you did, I'll give you a big virtual smoocheroo. Thank you guys so much for listening and I'll see you next Tuesday. Please note that this episode may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products and services. Individuals on the show may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to in this episode.